Welcome back, guys. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Every Gay Sex. Every Gay Sex. Sick. Yeah. Welcome back. Season three. I, I'm sure we've missed you like you've missed us. Yes. Oh, holy moly. Feels weird to be back behind the the microphone. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. We took... You know, when we last spoke to you guys at the end of season two, um, we weren't really sure how long we would have in between, but we wanted to be sure that we were really, really organized with our content and our guests that we want to have on. And um, we just didn't want to ever feel like last minute or rushed with our um, production. So we took a few weeks and like really, really prepared um, both of us equally, right? So equally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. I am here for the looks. No, I'm just is the looks. I'm afraid Stell's the bride. I, I did have a lot at the start, but then I got busy. Yeah, no, so. you're, you're busier. Like I have more free time, and I'm really, I really like coming up with the creative side of this. And um, I would if I could have the time for it, but I also have three jobs. Yeah. Yeah, so it's true, and a, so and a very busy uh, social life. Do that all week. <laughs> yeah, all lift. Yeah, well, yeah, no, no, I love to do this, and um, I'm excited about it. And um, yeah, uh, we've come up like 24 episodes in. We've covered a lot, right? Like we sitting down to get prepared for season three it was like okay what are we going to talk about we've done this we've had 24 topics that we've covered yeah and sometimes once in a while we we draw back on things and like um cover some things we've covered before but briefly but for the most part we want this to be very fresh and um it's nice that we're uh back on a schedule now where we are like live so we normally record sunday and drop wednesday so everything we're giving you guys like as far as like what's up with us these days is super super current which is good because li- Stella and I live fast let me tell you so you gotta keep up we don't slow down for nobody we don't so um so, on that note how's life right I you know <laughs> Stella and I are like oh my god there so much has happened in the last month um yeah you know I'm uh <laughs> so the last time we spoke What's her face? Hit you up, Lana. Lana hit me up. Lana. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway. Um. <laughs> uh. No. Yeah. Um. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's it. That's pretty much the 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 gist of it. That is the answer to my question. Yep. It's just, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Um, Maybe you're not ready to talk about it. It's okay. You don't have to be ready to talk about about it. Okay, Stella and I were supposed to record. This is the tea. This is, okay, so I wanted, I wanted, this is called raw honesty. And I'm, this is what, this is what people come here for is the honesty. Okay. And the raw versions of ourselves. So yes, we, Stella and I were supposed to record yesterday and I couldn't because I was so upset um i got my feelings hurt and as stella and i are aware and you guys a little bit i don't that doesn't happen to me very often and that's not a flex it's really not a flex it's just a fact i like just anyway so i got my feelings hurt i was not in this position to record i'm feeling much better today and um no names associated with this for now uh (laughs) doesn't matter um but yeah i had i had like anyway so yeah lana um yeah, she she hurt my feelings again. Fuck. <laughs> Try. But anyways, not she's not <laughs> situation. Um, but I don't know. We'll we'll That's see. okay. We don't have to talk about the situation. But anything else that happened in your life? Um, I had um a different girl uh that I was seeing over the summer kind of become a little bit crazy. I don't like to use that word, but I think that's the word we would use. And I started looking into getting a restraining order. That's how that's how deep like, it is. How deep it is. And I blocked her number, and then I blocked her on um, <clears throat> on all social media. And so she started emailing me, kind of like every hour for like three, four, five weeks. And this is the crazy thing, guys. 
Sarah, I called Sarah one morning. It was 9 a.m. her time. And she goes, oh, look, it's 9 a.m. I've already received nine emails. And I was like, that's wild. Yeah. Yeah. I said, I just wanted your number. I just wanted to talk. Yeah, I know. You were like, I want to get involved. I just didn't think it was, it would be like of any benefit for productive or anyone. I don't want anyone else to get dragged in to this circus. Um, Anyway, so that's, that's calmed down. That's like not as big of a deal anymore. Um, so yeah, that, that happened and any guests or (laughs) yeah, no, uh, yeah, no, we had had, uh, possible guests that didn't end up coming and I went, oh, (laughs) oh my God. Oh Yeah, so that's the end of my update. Um, the word Sorry, I'm the worst. I'm actually the worst. <laughs> I'm so mean. I'm so sorry, Sarah. No, I can't. No, and you know what, guys? That's all. I- I'll be honest with everyone. You know I will till the cows come home. But at the same time, I've gotten in so much fucking trouble talking about <laughs> girls on this podcast. The number of texts I've gotten, we need to talk. Or, uh, oh, so you blah, blah, blah about me. And I'm like, whoa. I've like I, never received a text message like this, so I guess that's why I'm being mean because I've never you know, had this problem. Yeah, yeah, no, no, and I, I never ever want people to be like, "Oh, you talk shit about whatever on your podcast." We're not talking shit. Like, I'm sharing my experience. I like, and I have <laughs> good vibes to all these women. Yeah, for truly, um, truly. So, anyway, um, the rest is still unwritten, as Natasha Bedingfield would say. Do you know that song? Do you want me to sing it? Yeah, do, 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 do. Yeah. The rest is still unwritten. You gotta know. Anyway, <laughs> doesn't matter. My yeah. update is I'm living young, wild, and free. Living the dream. Young. On vacation young. 24-7 out here. I fucking love my life. Vancouver Island is the best thing that's ever happened to me. I love my friends. I miss Stell. She's going to come out in March. I'm really mm-hmm. some hood rat shit for sure. Hood rat shit. Yeah um and yeah i'm just i'm single i'm ready to mingle i guess anyways that's all that's enough that's enough nice. so how's the last month been for you been no key do you guys remember those toys with the they're like a stick and when you turn it upside down it makes that noise that's what we're doing and that, that's the reference so um I know also, the tube sound. Anyway, I also one time I went to a Noah Khan concert and I in the video. No, swear to God, you want it? Did I not show you the video? No, don't put in it on my TV. video. I swear <laughs> I'll send it to you. Um, I went with one of my good friends from the school, and <laughs> it was intentional. Like I, I did it because it was funny, but <laughs> I'll send it after the episode. But anyways, <laughs> but. It was so funny because at the start of it, her and I both do that sound because it's one of his songs. He yeah. starts off like that, and it's just so funny. It's just super good. <laughs> yeah, fair. So, um, yeah. So, what's been happening? Who who are you dating? Who are you dumping? Smash or pass? I don't know. <laughs> um, I was talking. What was that? Uh, the 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 the, the, the acronym that you were using before. Current sexual partners, CSP. CSP, yes. So that one from before is no longer a thing. We are friends now. Um, I just, I initially had said that I was so ready for all these serious things, but then when it was starting to happen, I was like, oh, geez, like maybe I'm not. And so I didn't want to waste her time or waste my time. So I was honest and said that. I wasn't emotionally ready yet to be in anything serious and I didn't really know if I wanted to be in anything serious right away even though I've I thought I was ready this whole time I thought I was like you know what it's been a year I'm ready to get like I've been a year single I'm ready to get out there and then it happened and then I was like I was like I'm ready and that's fine healing looks different for everyone so that being said I ended stuff um we're friends now I did start seeing two other people after. Or I guess, I don't know, I was just going on dates. I don't know. You weren't committed to anybody, so you weren't. Oh, no. And, like, 
I asked out a friend of mine. Stell finally had the balls to ask yeah. out a friend. Because last episode, we talked about that. How do we break out of the friend zone? Um, yeah. Stell did it. It was, I will say, it seemed like a romantic novel. No, like a movie scene. Uh-huh. I don't know. But anyways, I did it. She said yes. Fake she name. was hoping I would ask. Fake name. Uh, <laughs> I've been thinking about this this whole time for days because I knew you were going to ask me this. Leah. Leah. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Leah, yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, God. Hey, I, almost said, I almost said ludicrous, and I was like, that's not a good one. Luda. Okay. Luda. <laughs> um, For the other one, I'm going to say Margaret. <laughs> okay. And we did can't we use that name already? Oh, maybe. I think we did. Well, Margo. That that's sounds cool. I yeah. love that. That's a hot name. And anyway, maybe so I had started seeing, well, I went on a date with Margot first. That wasn't really a date. I thought it was a date, but I guess she didn't know it was a date, but she had her questions. Mm-hmm. But anyways, and then I asked out Leah the week after. and Or no, that week, I guess. I don't know why I'm saying timelines. What? Mm-hmm. I'm going to get a text message now. Yeah. Oh, geez. I hope so. Um, but I really liked this Leo person, but we were, and this Margo person, we've all said that we're all not ready for anything serious. You know me, I'm a sucker for love. Mm -hmm. And so I was maybe hopeful that maybe one would lead to eventually having something serious. Um, I had a lot of fun with Leah, but we both agreed that things were moving a little quick and we're both pretty adamant on like they want to travel and I want to move away next year. And like, I don't really want anything holding me back, but like, and, and I don't want to be that person for them. Like I really just enjoyed spending time with them and had like an insane amount of things in common. And I've also had a crush on this person for years. So I was like, I was in Google, I was googly eyed, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. So that ended a couple weeks ago but we're still friends and like um well, we see each other here and there still so it's cool like she's super great um and then Margot's great Margot's living their best life right now and i've really grown to enjoy Margot's time so mm-hmm. pretty much uh we do spend a good amount of time together and we're just just taking things day by day but like we're very open about how we're like they don't plan on staying here in Ottawa for that long, and mm-hmm. I'm trying to be as respectful towards that as possible. But it's hard sometimes because feelings get involved, and it's kind of it's hard not to like such a great woman. So yeah, and it's it's hard at this stage. Uh, like at 27, we unless you're like you know fully fully grounded where you are, and like your family's there, you're whatever. Like we're all kind of like ebbing and flowing and open to change and so like you just said I don't want next year to come around and then you're like oh I can't move because me and this girl have been dating for four months like we're together and I want to stay around where she is like you kind of want to keep yourself not tied down right at this age yeah so yeah so I'm open to it I'm just not like I don't know, you know, so I'm trying to be as like uh, like open to it as I can be and and try to take things like slowly, but it's hard because I'm like, oh, I'll miss you. Yeah. But- no, yeah, no, we're the same person. Like, it's hard to not be like lovey dovey, like, you know. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I'm you're like, like, wow, this feels serious. Go ahead. I'm going to tattoo. Ooh, says, what does it say? Harold. Harold, my dog, who passed away. My buddy did it, and it looks fire. Yeah. It's so, so I love the red ink. I really need a red ink tattoo. Mm-hmm. It's really, it's really a statement. But anyways, that's what's been going on. Um, I've been very stressed out. Works really hard, but I love it. Uh, and I'm just trying not to get too stressed out. Mm-hmm. 
that's fair. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've been really into plants. Mm-hmm. She has been. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yesterday on the phone, I'm having a menti bee. And Stella's like, wait, can you just, just check this out? This uh, plant's got a couple babies coming out. I was like, okay, show me, show me pictures of the fucking plants. I was like, I'm proud of you. Honestly, I needed that. I needed that. <laughs> Anyways, but today we are talking about an actual conversation. Yeah. Not just like shooting the shit. We do like to shoot the shit, though. We do um, like to shoot yeah, the shit. Season three, episode one. Mm-hmm. Title is Love Languages and Attachment Styles. Woo! Keeping in mind, of course, Stella and I are not professional anything other than professional weenies. Um, <laughs> I do just stuff. <laughs> um, so, like, the attachment styles. Love Languages is a bit of a lighter subject. The attachment styles is quite serious and something you'd want to discuss with like a professional we're just kind of going off of what like our experience and we both did some research and listened to some other material about that so when we mm-hmm. get into that like that this is just a forewarning that we don't really know what we're talking about other than just our opinions on it it's this isn't like advice to you know what i mean like it's just well, take it I can barely hold a relationship down. Don't right. Like, what are you trusting us for? Yeah. <laughs> We're, out We're just getting... talking about our own experience. We're just getting, and... I'm out here getting bamboozled time again. Seriously. Seriously. <laughs> oh, it's tough. Everything's okay. Everything's fine. No, no, I'm, I'm, oh, today I feel fantastic. So, okay, good. So thank you all for being here. Thank you. We're happy to catch up. Yeah, I'm starting a ceremony. Thank you all for being here. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, okay, so love languages. Yeah. I want to start by saying I've always, always felt like what an important conversation to have with your potential partner. Um, knowing how your partner wants to receive love is crucially important in my opinion to the flow of a relationship so um also on that wave a lot of us say oh these are my five love love languages and this is my ranking but how we show and how we want to receive is different so when i give a ranking to someone i say like how i give here's the five how i receive here's the five because like i find myself being a big gift getter like purchaser, like buying for others. And it brings me joy to buy for others. Um, But I don't care to get gifts. Like I, that doesn't, that isn't what means the most to me, but it's probably higher on my ranking of showing love. So um, anyways, I think it's important to number one, have the discussion with your partner and be open about these love languages. And sometimes they may change. You go, we all go through phases of life where there might be six months where physical touch is number one, number one, number one. And then the next six months, like for me, like I start on this new medication and maybe like my sexual desire isn't as high. And I know physical um, touch is not just sex, but like, I think we all have flow and and being open and, and communicating that with your partner is important. Um, and second is oh, being aware that we give and receive in different ways. So mm-hmm. Stell, what are the way you show love? What would be your five, like in order of importance? Um, I'm very much an acts of service person mm-hmm. on how I show love. I am always the first person to be like, do you need me to do this? Do you need me to do that? Can I help you with this? Can, like, what can I do? I'm always like, oh, let me pick you up. Let me drive you home. Let me drive you to work. Let me whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't mind. Like, I'm very much a, a, a acts of service. And I, I'd say that in a being affectionate is like in like physical touch are like tied for number one to be honest mm-hmm. that's like my giving just like being affectionate mm-hmm. and and like very much like very touch like even if it's like a quick little like hand on the back lower back or like you know like that's mm-hmm. how i am um and then i think it would be like uh so acts of service, uh, physical touch. Tied for first. Tied for first. Okay. And then it would go to words of affirmation. And then like, well, what quality else do we got? Oh, no, I think quality time. 
words and of affirmation then... for you is low because you're not a big <laughs> oh maybe just with me because <laughs> you're not a big like i don't know like you're not a big like well you have you write scenarios in your brain but i was gonna say you're not a big writer but maybe i don't know maybe when you're dating people you do send them long messages telling them about how much you love them and care I do you do okay we just haven't had that dynamic I guess. no Actually, once in a while, we we exchange like yeah, I mean, exactly when I'm feeling lonely. No, oh, <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, so I, I would say words of affirmation though are are third. So like first, um, physical touch and acts of service, and then so basically no, it would be acts of service, physical touch, um, quality time, words of affirmation, and then what was the yes. last one? Gifts. Gifts. Oh yeah. I, uh, I I do do gifts, but I would say like that and words of affirmation are like lower. But I don't mind switching it up. Whatever works for you. We're we always end up tying that to the end of everything we say. We're like, but whoever's listening, like if you want that, I'll do that. I don't care. I'll do whatever you want. <laughs> We're just constantly trying to get a date. Apparently, um, okay. And yeah. then how do you best? Do you think oh. you're for receiving? Is it the same? Oh. Um. No, I think for receiving, I am number one is physical touch. Always. It has always been for me. I didn't realize it until my last relationship and I had to beg for the bare minimum. And that's just sad. That's just like actually just like sad. Like I shouldn't have to beg for someone to show me that they care. And that's kind of like what I really need is a lot of is like affection and physical touch. Like I said, I don't need you to fucking be wrapped around me the whole time because I will get sick of that. What I do need, though, is for you to put a quick hand behind my head or touch my thigh or grab my hand quickly or even just like hold on to a finger. That's finger. That's all we're asking. That's all I'm asking. Literally the bare minimum. Like I don't need much. I just need you to touch me and then I'm feeling okay. And so that's definitely number one. Number two would be, I would say, I would say words of affirmation. Uh-huh. No, quality time, then words of affirmation. That acts of and then wait what was okay hold on physical touch first second would be acts no quality time acts of service um affirmation left words of affirmation and what else gifts okay so then yeah words no words of affirmation would be third <laughs> it's getting complicated Holy okay one what's language two quality time Three words of affirmation. Four. No, I want five to be gifts. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand what you're saying. Four yeah. is whatever the other one was. I can't remember them all in my head now. Yeah, no, yours is. I, I just put it up on my phone so I would, so I could see it. But yours would be for receiving would be physical touch, quality time, words of affirmation, acts of service, and then gifts. Oh yeah, I'm okay. take. There you go. I'm here. I'm, I'm steering the ship. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> just floating. Just just float. I'm just a floaty little noggin. Oh my God. But she's not high right now because we did discuss that maybe she shouldn't smoke as much before we record because sometimes sell the. Yeah, I said that things. I looked. I was like, I don't think I should smoke anymore. She was like, why? And I was like, because I think I look really high when i'm all in the candle when i'm really like, high i'm not but like higher than usual like i don't usually look high but like every time i watch an episode that i was high i was like whoa i look high yeah yeah and i'm just like groggy so uh, i've i'm actually not high this time as you tell i have more energy and i usually have more energy when i'm not mm-hmm. high and i'd rather do that anyways yeah. yes those are my five sarah yes um yeah so to show love I would mm-hmm. probably an interesting when I was with men giving and receiving love language either direction I never put physical touch very high mm-hmm. <laughs> that's tea. and now I put it higher 
So mm-hmm. that means I made the right choice. Um, <laughs> and so for sh- for how I show it to people, um, acts of service is definitely number one. I'm big on that too, like putting gas in their car or mm-hmm. making their lunch without the masking or like yeah. all of this. Very much the small things. Yeah. And, and, and that, yeah, yeah. So that's a big one. Um, so for how I receive, I would say acts of service, then words of affirmation. Um, like you said, like, so words of affirmation, it doesn't mean needing constant reassurance. It just means having someone like, there's a difference between like, yeah, begging for someone to give you attention and the affirmation or the assurance of just like feeling confident that their relationship is secure. Like, I think that that's fair to want or whatever. So without, yeah, yeah. So, okay. So I would say um, acts of service, words of affirmation, physical touch, quality time, and then gifts. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know quality time is lower for me because I do like to be alone. We -hmm. know that, you know, I've I've experienced it. uh, Yep. So I do like my experience. Not recently, recent enough. Fake name. Fake name. Give me a fake name. Fake name. Start. Tony. Tony. (laughs) Take that back. That was too far. We're only doing women names. Yeah, Um, Tony could be a girl's name. Could it? Yeah, but Tori. Okay. (laughs) I know you've dated someone. I know. (laughs) That's what. (laughs) Okay. um, Tori, yes. Yes, Tori, shout out to you. I apologize for very much needing my own space and how that. Can I just uh, out you? you? No, no. Um, She and I have talked recently about it and everything's good. It's all water under the bridge, if you will. Sometimes it's water under the bridge. Sometimes people fly across the country for you and you send them away right away but it's that's okay because i didn't i just didn't anticipate how badly i needed my own space but anyways all good all but it's important to know that about yourself you know so at least you figured it out yeah tori babe i'm sorry (laughs) because i know she'll listen to this she'll listen and then she'll text me and be like really tori (laughs) they're all like that too like Why'd you choose Lana? I'm like, yeah, honestly, <laughs> I don't know. Like, that's a terrible name for her. Um, anyways, so yes, quality time is definitely something that's like a little bit lower on my priority list because I'm busy and I really like to um recently I've gotten really into sitting in the dark at night with all the lights off, listening to music. So my dad does it. I think that's where he includes a lot of scotch as well. I don't really do that part. But um, anyways, I'm not even watching TV lately. Usually for the fans or for the listeners, the fans, I watch a lot of um, Naruto anime. So I love Naruto. You, what? Yeah. You do? You do? I love that. No, I you swear to God. I was doing a fucking binge of like all the avatar movies and shows and stuff avatar is not naruto so okay i know but same with that okay but did you watch how how much of naruto did you watch i don't remember like did you watch shippuden i don't, don't know. Even know what that is do you know who kakashi is why are you attacking me <laughs> because i'm very <laughs> um i'm very i'm very i'm very attached to this show um i can tell but that was me and Jack's thing. And that's why I'm so attached to it. And Jack and I, I should, I'm not supposed to talk about him on here. Actually, no, he's single now. Jack is single now. Yeah. He and his girlfriend broke up. Um, oh, darling. Sorry, Jack. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I know. I know. They weren't, they weren't right for each other, but. Um, no, they weren't. No. And you but, are not the one to decide that. <laughs> I'm not. What are you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm I'm happy for him, and he's been very supportive of me lately. Um, like yesterday, he was really supportive, and I like that. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, like to be at a point where he, I'm there for him in like heartbreak situation, and he's there for me in the same situation. It's like in a manic I just, episode. I, 
I'm really, yeah, I'm really happy to be at that point with him. He did say that if it was, if I had gone with men and I was calling him to talk about a guy, he would have a harder time. Um, Yeah, no, that makes sense. But that's nice of him. Good, good. I'm glad you can also feel like you can trust him. Yeah, I do. I do trust him. Like, no, I know. Yeah, I love him. I'll always love him. Yeah, I know. Yep. Anyways, so moving. So anyway, love languages. um, That would be how I show and then how I receive no that's how I receive mm-hmm. acts of service acts of service well physical touch words of affirmation quality time receiving gifts honestly I would actually maybe say that mine are the same both ways because I okay. really do appreciate when I go take Nala out and I come back and the bed is made like they uh-huh. got out of bed and they made the bed and it's not because it's not about money it's not it's never about money it's about time it's about yeah you know that i have a really stacked day with meetings and you make my lunch and bring it yeah. in to me like it's never yeah. about big things it's about the little things throughout the day it's that can always about the little things though to alleviate the pressure of having to do so much in the day and not having time or whatever so mm-hmm. the acts of service has always been my top both giving and receiving um and yeah physical touch for sure is important and of course as everyone knows that's not just sex that is walking through the grocery store and putting their hand on your lower back as you're walking through a crowd or like just little bits of like I'm yours you're mine I love you I care for you and I'm like for me especially things like that like in public it's like a a, I'm protecting you like yeah do you know what I mean like I I yeah yeah, you like that so I like that I don't remember yeah, so that's the love languages thing. Um, we'd love to hear from you guys as well about your thoughts um, on all this. And again, I just want to reiterate how important it is to have these conversations, and not only just sitting with your partner and giving your five, giving like giving your five receiving and how you want to show love or whatever, but um, how what it looks like, like because acts yeah. of service for you might look different than it does for me, or you know, physical touch or whatever, like having like an in-depth conversation about what you, your expectations of each love language and how that your partner can help like fulfill you. Because with Jack, his number one for sure was physical touch and I just didn't do it. And then I would come home with gifts for him and Mm -hmm. I'd be like, why isn't he like, like he he would obviously gifts, but he didn't really want the gifts. He wanted me to lay next to him. And 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 cuddle and do those things. Yep. And I wasn't at the time. I wasn't doing that. So yeah. Thoughts? I got that. No, I I, I can relate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just like I just it just makes me think about like previous relationships where I'm like, yeah, it's really about just like taking a second and considering someone else's feelings. Yeah, really. Not- that comes with maturity for sure. Yeah. And we're Sal and I are super mature. So uh that's why we know this. <laughs> yep. Oh uh, yeah, I'm real mature. <laughs> you are. You are. You are. I have grown a lot. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um Yes. So um, Yeah, that- so anyways. So those mm-hmm are the love language rankings thank you for sharing sarah Mm -hmm. and you can go online and you can do like a quiz and see what like do i found doing the quiz and then sending it to my partner and then we both do it and then like you know compare results or whatever super informative and that's an easy way to um you just answer whatever it is 25 questions as honestly as you can and then um compare those results and it just yeah it's e- easier than sitting here and saying, um, I think I would put this first, but I'm not sure. Like if you don't, if you're not familiar with the five best to do one of those like little quizzes online and, um, and yeah, I always try and like bring it up in any kind of like, you when I start talking to someone, mm-hmm. it is like one of the first few questions I ask, well, like what your love languages are or like what you need from me and what, and like, this is like, and what you, like, this is what I need also. Mm-hmm. And a phrase that I've used recently with um, not my partner, my potential partner or whatever you'd want to call that, um, is a phrase that I learned from living here and from my very best friend here, Amy, 
is receiving what my partner says and my response being, how can I best support you? And you said that the other day and I loved, loved it. that. Like, how can I best support you? So if your partner says something like, and this is love languages or not, now I'm kind of just, I'm branching a little bit here, but they express feeling scared about whatever it is or feeling insecure about whatever it is instead of just, oh, no worries, babe. Like, don't feel like that. Like, let's, let's upgrade. Let's upgrade to how can I best support you when you're feeling this way? Oh, because if somebody said that to you, you're like, we're hearing that like, oh my God, that's exactly what I need. Or you express like, hey, you know, it kind of bothers me when you do this. And then same response. Okay. How, not how can I best support you, but like, what can I do in that situation so that it, it isn't as harmful to you or that, or how can we proactively prevent that situation from happening or whatever? Like communication is key. And I've learned that a lot since moving here. And, um, Lana said to me the other day, like, I've never been around somebody or with somebody that is at a level of communication that you're at. And it's like hard for her, especially because she's a bit younger than me. It's like, it's hard because I am top tier communicator. And that's intimidating for someone that is used to, isn't used to that. Like, mm-hmm. right. So, mm-hmm. um, that yeah, it's lots to learn. And, um, I just think, yeah. How can we best support each other? And that's the kind of thing that you hope to only have to talk about once, twice, three times. It's not if you find that every week you're having the same discussion and they're not actually listening, then yeah, there's because you should only have to say it a few times and they get the gist of how to what to do for you whenever you're in that situation again. Uh uh And then tying back to the love languages, like you said, right off the bat, you're starting in the talking stage first few weeks in having these discussions because if the girl you're really interested in says acts of service is important then you sh- and I know you because I know you would do this you show up to her work and bring her coffee because she ran out of time to get it and I know you she ran out of time and Stella will bring her coffee or she her car is at the mechanic so Stella will pick her up from work or drive her to work or and I know you do that all the time with girls mm-hmm. so but if she said I don't care about acts of service I, that doesn't mean you need to change who you are, but you just mm-hmm. be mindful to say, oh, you know, she did mention words of affirmation. So I'm going to send her a really nice good morning message rather than just, hey, morning, good morning. I'm thinking about you. I hope you have a great day. Um, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Like just. Yeah. But no, you got to You got to be mindful of these things, right? Like that's what I always try to do is like when I know that this is something that they care about, like Margot had mentioned when we first started talking, they were like, you don't ask me about myself that often. Oh. And I said, you know what? You're right. And I do have a problem with that sometimes because I do like to talk about myself. And I was like, okay, I will be better. And then since she told me, she uh, she's like, you've been so much better. Mm-hmm. And actually, one of the recent things she said to me was that I make her feel seen and I'm a good listener, which is much better than you don't ask me about myself. Oh yeah, that's a that's a tough one to. But I liked it. I was really caught off guard, but I liked the fact that she was honest, and I was able to adjust and remind myself that it isn't just about myself, and I should probably ask how they are, like what their day was like, and take interest in what they like because I care about them, and it's important for me. It is. I just have a tendency of forgetting things like this mm-hmm. and I know it's not about forgetting it's just something I should know how to do but I don't and yeah. I've never been that good at it and it's just something that I struggle with and it's not just in my relationship my romantic relationships it's in my friendships all the time it's in my like my family relationships like uh, most relationships because I have a hard time remembering to ask about someone else yeah so and that's, yes. that's no I, I love that and and I love that you're like admitting that because that isn't like you know that's not an attractive thing no. to say that I don't think about other people. No. You're learning and I, mm-hmm. and I and I do tend to think that I'm a really good person and I'm a really good partner, but that is something that is not attractive mm-hmm. when you know, and I know it is it isn't and I catch myself a lot of the times and I change it. But for someone to call me out for it, I was like, mm-hmm. 
And I love that she had the courage to say that because she yeah. could have just been like resentful towards you and felt like like she could have been sitting with her friends like, oh man, Stella doesn't even care about me. Like she doesn't ask what I do for work. She doesn't ask how my day was. Like, she, or you know what I mean? Like things like that. She could yeah, yeah. just kept it on her in her own head, but she didn't. She was like, I, I would like you to to do more of that. Like as not demanding, but requesting better communication from our partner. Like why not do that? Like yeah, and honestly, like. She's one of the first people that I've talked to that is very blunt, I guess you would say. And uh, she's like pretty serious of a person, but she can be goofy. But she, there's a time and a place. And I don't think I've ever talked to anyone who's very stern about things. And also her sense of humor, I have a hard time understanding sometimes. <laughs> but likewise, I think I'm just a little too goofy sometimes and I'm like oh maybe she wasn't being goofy but then she totally was and I just didn't know Mm -hmm. so it's just also about communicating all of it is yeah comes down to communicating always being clear Amy always says clear is kind and I agree with Mm -hmm. that like being clear and um being honest like and being honest when you're bothered by something rather than holding it in for three weeks and then exploding and saying, well, three weeks ago you said this and this is how I feel. It's like, I can't fix that now. Like, I can do exactly. better. I want to talk about it when it's happening. So, yeah, exactly. So that's 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 really good. Um, oh. No, yeah, I think any time that we can enhance our communication with our partner. And I think a really easy way to do this and an easy takeaway for listeners and then what I've found to be really um, helpful, like I find myself to be a very active listener. And mm-hmm. so let's say we're texting and um, I say, how was your day? And then when you say, my day was okay, this happened at work, but overall pretty fine. I could say, that's good, period. But I'm not. I'm going to say, sorry to hear that that happened, period. And I will always ask a question. Uh how did that get resolved question mark or do you think that the problem is going to happen again in the future or like to show that i i heard what you said i processed it and now i'm going to ask you a question to know that i'm really listening and truthfully because i do i really care so not just oh sorry you had a bad day like heart like no like i'm sorry you had a bad day whatever the conflict was at work like how can you make sure that doesn't happen or you throw out our 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 best card and say, how can I best support you today? Do you want to go for a drive? Like, do you want to talk about it on the phone? Do you want to send me a voice note to vent? Because I do that to sell. Um, and just, yeah. So anyway, just asking questions. Don't ask questions if you don't care. I'm not saying to fake it. I'm saying asking questions to get to know the situation better and get to know how your partner's feeling and just show them showing them that you really do care and that you're yeah. listening and that it matters. And if you're really a good communicator, you'll follow up a week later and say, Hey, that issue with so and so, did that get resolved? I was just I know. And I did do that. I remember being like, Hey, remember when you told me I wasn't asking enough about you and I didn't take interest? How have I been since then? Do you mm-hmm. find like you need more from me or do you need less? Yeah. And they're like, No, it's been great. And I'm like, nice. And that shows that I was listening, I care, and I'm going to follow up to make sure that I'm doing what you need. Yeah. That's that's prime, prime communicator. That is prime. So we're 45 minutes in. Love that for us. But we want to talk about um, the second kind of segment of the episode we're weighing a little bit less heavy on because it is, okay, so here's the truth. <laughs> here's the truth, the tea. When I hear the tea. Yeah. I was like, let's do love languages and attachment styles. So I sent her a quiz on attachment styles. Same thing as the love languages. Do these 25 questions and it'll tell you your attachment style. And then I'm like, okay, that'll prepare us for this episode. That's how what we need to talk about. And then I listened to a podcast uh, about like a psychology podcast. And the girl said, I think it's hilarious that people think they can do a quiz to get their attachment style. Like I laughed out loud when I saw that. That is so like phony. Like there's so much more to it than just a fucking 25 question pop quiz. Yeah. And I was like, Stella, I'm like, okay, don't mention on the podcast. Divorce. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, never mind the quiz. Okay. I know we already did it, but like, let's not expose how short sighted that was. Cause 
Yeah. And, and it made sense. So we both listened to this podcast to learn a little bit more about a psychologist's perspective on the four attachment styles. Um, and I've got some notes on my phone that I'll uh, use. So basically, the whole concept is that everybody has an attachment style for not only relationships, but also family relationships, like romantic relationships, family, friends, coworkers, whatever it is, any relationships that we have and any connections that we have, we tend to fall into one category of attachment style, sometimes a combination of both. And the theory that our psychologist podcaster talked about was really explaining how this all comes back. As we know, we all know what I'm going to say. It all comes back to your childhood. And if your parents were around and if they were supportive of you and if you felt secure that when you came home, your parents would be there, there'd be dinner on the table, warm bed, clothes in the closet. Like, not that's not a financial statement. That's just knowing that you could count on your parents. That is yeah. a really big effect to how we handle relationships as adults. So um, I'll start. Well, I, uh, I'll i just mention I've got some notes and Stella's going to off the top. But so the first and the attachment style that we all strive for is called secure, okay. which would be, like I said, everybody's goal. This is a healthy relationship where you feel like you can openly express emotions to your partner without them leaving. Um, you can ask. What's Sarah got on the test when she lied on everything? <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm like, what'd you get on the quiz? She's like, oh, I got ang- or ang- anxious, I think you got a little bit. Uh, yeah, a little bit anxious. Yeah, yeah. a little bit, just a smidge. Just um, a smidge. And she's like, what'd you get? I was like, oh, I got secure. But it's because I literally answered the questions. To I was like, right. yeah, right. <laughs> I, well, but like. In general, I I am. It's God. It's only some people that make me a little crazy. <laughs> um, uh, a little Delulu. <laughs> how the kids say it nowadays. That's what the kids are saying. It's true. Um, yeah. I was like, what are you saying? So yeah. So being able to communicate openly, whether it be with your parent, your sister, your coworker, your romantic partner, being able to ask for things and feel confident that you can say to your best friend. Hey, you know, yesterday you made a comment about my hair and I just, I didn't really like that. Like I I would, I would like moving forward that you do this instead or whatever. Like, and knowing that they're not going to just say, I'm not your friend anymore and leave. So the, having the secure attachment style is a reflection of kind of overall self-confidence that you feel secure enough in yourself that it kind of echoes out onto relationships um, most people with a secure attachment style don't need approval. They don't rely on the responsiveness of others. That's where I am not secure. I know that. And mm-hmm. they have a positive view of themselves and other people. Thoughts? That was actually one of the questions on the test. It was like how you view yourself versus how you view other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is like, I view other people fine. It's just like myself sometimes. So I don't view myself always that great. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. like a common thing, I believe. Yeah. And I agree with the whole secure thing. Like I find I'm much more secure than I used to be. I'm at a place now where I'm like, and I like preach my significant other. Like even in my last relationship, I tried to get her to be with her friends more and hang out with her friends and make some friends. And because she had no one but me. And it caused a lot of problems because I am a social person. Mm-hmm. And so I would go out, my partner wouldn't, and my partner would be upset, and then I'd be upset. So I'd leave and I'd go, right? So it was this pattern of like, I felt secure in her going out and things, but it wasn't much security the other way around, which is fine. Um, it happens. It's 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 totally okay. But like, it's really important for that, sec- like, in order to feel secure. Like, again, communication is the top in all of this. And I do think it actually does, it will, st- all of this will stem from your childhood, even in how your family was to you. Mm-hmm. And that's how, like, and if they were, like, always, you had no questioning raised growing up that these parents 
were there for you and they're always had your back. There's no question. There's no struggle or very little little mm-hmm. struggle like that. And I would assume that, that most people would have a secure attachment. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. It definitely comes a lot back. It comes back a lot. It's too. always your childhood. Yeah. It's always. No, David. <laughs> I know. No, for sure. Um, and the second one that we, so the thing that this psychologist said that Stell and I listened to is it's kind of become the concept of attachment styles has become like a buzzword that mm. people are like, oh, I'm so anxious attachment. And I say that. I literally say that. Like I said to Lana, like that I felt like our dynamic was kind of triggering like an anxious because the one that stands out to me is not relying on the responsiveness of others. I felt that like that it's it's okay to feel good when your partner texts you, but mm-hmm. to feel not good when they haven't for a while, that's where the problem, like you mm-hmm. the dependency. And another, I think a factor, um, being easily influenced, this isn't not in my situation, but the concept of being influenced by your partner's mood, do you know, like if your mm-hmm. partner had a really bad day, all of a sudden you kind of like have a bad day too, because their energy is so low, like it's important as it like a, so a secure person, a se- secure attachment style wouldn't yeah. have that issue. They would able they would be able to be supportive without being like dragged down. I'm like that. So, like I, I, it wouldn't bother me if they had a, a bad day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Like I'd feel bad um, for them and myself, but it wouldn't affect my mood. Uh huh. Yeah, really. That's good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay, and then the second attachment style that most people align with because it's on TikTok, and we all just kind of again throw it around is anxious. And this is someone that. Some characteristics here would be fear of abandonment, um, always referring to their partner as their better half, which is interesting. Like, because that's a cute thing to say, but what are you fucking looking at? What? I just do that a lot. Oh, you do that. Okay. Um, anxiety, just kind of general anxiety around relationships and having them be more kind of stressed than they are beneficial. Um, mm-hmm. Lack of trust lots of ups and downs, anxious when alone um, and single, negative self-image while having a positive self Im- a positive image of other people, um, the idea that, oh my God, everyone's going to leave me, this person's never going to stay, I can't get too comfortable because they're on their way out, um, mm-hmm. and then also someone that's kind of constantly seeking approval, support, and responsiveness from their partner. Yeah. So I feel like I... It depends on the person. Like with Jack, I think we were both more on the anxious attachment side. It was long distance. Mm-hmm. There were trust issues. It was, we weren't secure. We just weren't. We were better when we were living together. Um, but I think being with someone that is secure will mo- most likely and hopefully in turn make you feel more secure. Yeah. it. it, it I, I am like that because mm-hmm. I have a tendency of adapting though my partner's like like how they handle certain situations if i watch them they're like they don't freak out about it then i'm like okay then maybe i should not freak out about it yeah yeah and feeling like them being like oh you can go out to the club and get drunk and hang out like that doesn't bother me and i know then, i'm like are you sure right and the, but then you're like well then i'll feel comfortable when they want to go out like it's yeah it's that um <laughs> so again a lot of people align with that because I think 20 years ago, 30 years ago, people were not on cell phones all day. Yeah. You'd you'd be dating someone and you'd get a phone call in the evening to see how their day was. And that's all the contact. So it was easier mm-hmm. to not be dependent on that contact. Whereas now, yeah. like there's been times where I'm Snapchatting, uh, Instagram messaging and texting with my partner all at the same time, where it's like, co- like photos back and forth, text, voice notes, calls, like constant attention all the time sending each other tiktoks whatever like mm-hmm. and then when one of those is cut short you feel it more because you, you mm-hmm. start to be dependent on it so yeah i i think that a lot of the time i'm i'm in i'm i'm having a, a pretty fair split of the secure and the anxious so and mm-hmm. i'm fine to admit that mm-hmm. and i think you are too i know you scored uh anxious on the quiz but i think that you are similar to me Yes, brother. 
I think I'm much more uh, secure than I used to be. I was for sure very anxious only before, whereas now I find I'm more secure than I am anxious. Yeah. Okay. That's there are a few things that I get anxious about still, but I'm definitely extremely like much more secure than I used to be. And that comes with self-confidence. I really align with that one. Like Ontario Sarah was way more anxious. Like Ontario Sarah was probably 70% anxious, 30% secure. But Island Sarah is reverse, 70% secure, 30% anxious because I'm cool. I'm good on my own. I feel confident. Like, and I said that to someone not that long ago. I was like, I want you. Like, fuck, I want you bad. But not you. I was what I said to her. Okay. I said, I want you, but I don't need you. And I love sending that text because it's like, it's true. And that's how you need to be. We all need to be like that. Yes. You, know? you can't yeah. need anyone. Because then when they yeah. leave, when they ditch you, you're all yeah. fucking, you're crying on the beach all day. I don't know. Slay. Slay. Hey. Slay. Yeah. Um, okay, now I'll touch on uh, the other two just for, because those are the top two that people talk about the most. Um, the third one is avoidant, which is just, you know, I might I might have a smidge of that See, one. I got the one that I took the quiz. It said anxious avoidant. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I definitely, like, I'm, like, into you. I'm down. I'm, like, all in. And then as soon as, like, I feel, like, as soon as I'm done, I'm avoiding. I'm, like, I'm just, dis- yeah, I'm, like, out. Like, I, I, I don't think I, I am. Yeah. Which is crazy because I'm, well, like. Okay, the category, the category things for this one are struggle to be vulnerable, can't rely on others, repress emotions. And just overall kind of like shifty. Oh, okay. So that actually checks out. Yeah. <laughs> that really checks out, actually. <laughs> yes, think- I'm actually all of those things. <laughs> Ultimately, I think we're probably all a little bit of all four. Like, yeah, heavily weighted in box. certain areas. Nobody's freaking fully secure. So you know what? Yep, then. And then things happen and things can change. You get cheated on, that security is going to drop significantly. Mm-hmm. So, And then the exactly. last one is disorganized which is just poor emotional regulation, fear of abandonment, low self-esteem, and needing extreme closeness, clo- sorry, extreme closeness or extreme distance, but nothing in between. So just kind of all over the place. Yeah, no, I wouldn't say that's me. Yeah, Maybe you, but not me. No. <laughs> no, no, I I, I don't yeah, I don't rely with that. I I can when I look no, at my I list know. of all like the characteristics of all four there is parts of each one that I can see, but I would definitely put myself much more in the secure category than yeah. um, anything else. But avoidant too, like, because as soon as I am off, I'm like off. Like, like we talked about Josephine flipping the switch. I'm kind of similar in some ways. Um, yeah, that switch so, is spooky. But then I also want to say this about that. Um, so, Okay. This is like very, oops, this is very current stuff. <clears throat> so this will be, this will be our closing thought. I know we're on a schedule today because um, Stella's cat is at the vet and needs her. So yeah. um, I will pick her up. <laughs> yeah. Um, traditionally, when I was in high school and college, I would cut people off for barely any reason. Literally, like you look at me the wrong way. I'm like, no, it's cool. I'll go find someone else. Like, I don't care. I was very quick to cut people off. And I prided myself in that. That was a flex. Mm-hmm. I would tell people, oh, I'll cut you off. Like, I don't care. Like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and since moving here and meeting Amy, honestly, a lot of it comes down to her because she's taught me a lot. Why? What do you gain? Like, really? And I'm not saying go back to your ex that hurt you a hundred times. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is it pays more. Like, what do you really gain from being closed off, sharp, and like aggressive when you can just like, it's harder to be vulnerable and to be open and to like try to really, instead of just like, oh, fuck that person, but listening to where they're coming from and like having empathy and you don't need to go back, but just to be having your heart open is harder than being closed off and I'm finding myself right. becoming way more of somebody that like would give second chances and would you know be receptive to like I I will say every day I'm always changing so so are they right so are they so are you and your ex from five years ago 
has changed. That doesn't mean you need to re, you know, there's of course different um, scenarios for everybody, but I think that there's something to be said for meeting people where they're at. And I don't know, like it, again, it's easier to, it's easy to cut people off, block them. They're done. It's harder to sit with your feelings like I did yesterday and just allow, like feeling feelings is way harder than fucking sweeping them under the rug. So no, I know. I encourage people to feel the feelings and just be be open. Be open and yeah, that's all. And you might get hurt. Yeah. But it doesn't it's all have to be obviously. Yeah. All part of the process. It happens, yeah. it sucks, but at some point it's gonna be you gotta hard. risk it for the biscuit. Oh, tea. Tea. That's okay. how we're gonna leave you out. Is you gotta risk it for the biscuit, guys. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. All right. Well, thanks so much for coming back for another season. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. We're excited. We've got lots of guests planned. Um, Hopefully, those all pan out and 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 work out. Uh, Stella and I love having a third person on here. It's just really fun to bounce ideas, and we really, well, of course, we really love having Julian because he's hilarious. (laughs) Um, but he's a very busy man. So sometimes he joins us, sometimes not. We'll have a couple new guests joining us, uh, throughout the season and lots of fun topics. And we listened to what you guys said about things you wanted to hear. And we're going to touch on that in different episodes and yeah, lots of really great stuff. I think this will be our best season and I agree. I'm very, very excited about it. So Estelle, we're like again, it just feels amazing to bring this to you guys and have it be received so well. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's just it's it's an amazing feeling. So thank you guys yeah. for coming back for season three. Uh, we hope you stick around. Um, share our show on your socials. It really like oh my god, it warms our hearts to see people posting that they're listening to us in the car and posting a photo. Yeah. Or, like wherever you're listening right now, take Seriously. a screenshot, post it on your story, tag us. We'll share it. Like it, it brings us the most joy. So seriously, and share with your friends, like and review. This helps us, and it helps you. <laughs> wow, that's that's it. Amazing. That's it. Well, Alrighty, you guys. guys, it's been real. Um, we hope this was informative and fun to listen to, and we will be back next week with another exciting episode. So, thank you for listening, and thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. <laughs>